Hello, and welcome to the Alchemy of Art podcast with your host, Addie Hirschton. Join us as we share folk tales and true stories about artists and the creative process. The quote of the day is from Voltaire. He said, learn to cultivate your own garden. Hello, everyone. My name is Addie Hirshton. I'm a contemporary impressionist painter, teacher with the Indianapolis Arts Center, author, and public speaker. The purpose of this podcast is to share the folk tales and true stories about art and artists that I've collected as an art teacher. I hope they are as inspiring to you as they are to me. This one is called The Secret Garden, and it is a true story that was told to me by my fourth grade teacher, Miss Jane Loon, who I have dedicated my book, The Alchemy of Art, to. Once upon a time, a little Scottish girl named Jane went to a party. As the grown-ups talked, she wandered throughout the house, looking at the pictures on the walls and the interesting knickknacks on the shelves. Then she saw a glass door leading out to a garden. She opened it, stepping into a lush green space. Flowers speckled the ground. A delicate tree arched its branches over her as if it was hugging the garden. Nestled into the earth of a hill, someone had placed a large shell, the largest shell Jane had ever seen. She was able to hide under the lip of the shell, then peer out into the quiet of the garden. Jane imagined fairies dancing around her. The brick walls enclosed the yard, making it a true secret garden. When she went back to the party, Jane told her hostess how she had found the garden. They both agreed it was a magical space. Years later, Jane returned to Scotland as an adult and went by the old house, hoping to see the secret garden again. Sadly, she found that the yard had been paved over. It was now a parking lot. The plants, trees, flowers, and even the shell were gone. The end. <laughs> Whew, this is a sad one, I know. Uh, my thoughts on it. As the designers of our space and our world, we have the power of choice. With our hands, we can create a secret garden or a parking lot. A couple of years ago, my daughter was asked to find a community project to do as a school assignment. She could do anything from buttering bread in the soup kitchen to hammering nails for Habitat. I gave her a list of options and she decided to pick up trash around the neighborhood. One spot we focused on was what we call the pass-through. And it's a no man's land, it's not owned by anybody, it's technically a street between the back parking lot of Goodwill and our neighborhood houses. 
A path had been worn down through the trees from people walking through the spot so often. Uh, trash tended to blow over and get stuck there. When we worked on her project, folks had even dumped broken chairs and large things there. So we cleaned that all up, took those things to the dump, and then we decided that we wanted to do more. So we planted shade-loving flowers in the spot and brought rainbow-colored bricks to line the path. Uh, It was a really fun project to do, and as we were creating it, a gentleman drove by in his car, and he said, you ladies are showing people how they should live their lives. Now, I don't know about Emmeline, but that's the best compliment I think I've ever received. Um, We continued to work on the garden. Uh, We still work on it every spring and every fall. It's become a regular project that my daughter and I do together. So, hmm. if you don't like what you see, you have the power to transform it. I love envisioning the parking lot of my teacher's story being transformed back into a beautiful garden. Wouldn't that be lovely? Um, It might be a sad story, but I don't think it has to be. With the power of your creative energy, you can transform the world. And my challenge to you is to gain the courage to do it. So questions from listeners. If you want to submit a question, you can go to azirfineart.com. That's my website and fill out the contact form. Someone wrote in and they asked this. When can I call myself an artist? I love this question. This is a great question. Often my beginning students will say to me, I'm not an artist while they are painting with a brush in their hand. (laughs) And I say, "But, but you're creating art. You're an artist. Most dictionary definitions will reiterate that it is just that simple. I remember, I remember being a student in college and timidly admitting, oh, I'm an art major, I'm an artist, as if it was a crime, you know. <clears throat> but in truth, I think I didn't want to sound pretentious. I appreciate if that's your concern, you don't want to sound pretentious. But as long as you aren't declaring yourself to be the best artist who ever lived and donning a beret and turning your nose up and thinking you're better than anybody else, you're okay. If you create art, you are just as worthy to call yourself an artist as anybody else. Um, There's a line that I'm reminded of from an old Rodgers and Hammerstein musical, Oklahoma. They say, I don't say I'm no better than anybody else, but I'll be damned if I ain't just as good. Okay. Let go of the hierarchy of ranking people as worthy or unworthy of titles like artist or creative person or singer. The great artistic masters, and I'm saying masters with air quotes because that's all relative, right? But those people were just people. They were humans like you and me. They weren't demigods they weren't magical. What set those individuals apart is that they worked hard at sharpening their skills and they did not give up until they expressed what they wanted to say. 
with whatever their art form was, you know, whether it be paint or clay or written word, gardening or music, anything where you're creating art. They didn't give up. They sharpened their skills. That's what sets them apart. So if you got a brush in your hand, you're creating art, you're an artist. The book recommendation of the day. Uh, Spring is in the air. My tulips are just about to burst forth. And I've got a gardening theme for you today, so I'm going to make the recommendation to read The Secret Garden by Frances Hodgson Burnett. This is a uh, fiction book that uh, is appropriate for um, elementary age children if you'd like to read it together as a family. Good family novel. Um, In it, a little girl named Mary Lennox finds a secret garden and she learns to cultivate it. And in the process of turning her energies to this creative endeavor, she is transformed from a selfish sourpuss to a giving and loving person. And it's a great read for springtime. So that's my recommendation, The Secret Garden by Frances Hodgson Burnett. Upcoming events. Join us for the Storytelling Retreat, May 23rd, 2015 in Indianapolis, Indiana. Go to my storytelling website, fantasticfables.net to register. There's a spring painting show up at Petrov's Frame and Fine Art Gallery. That is at 5172 North College Avenue in Indianapolis. Tomorrow I'll be putting up a show at the Patichu North in Indianapolis as well. Um, be on the lookout for my upcoming book, The Alchemy of Art Stories for the Classroom. It is a collection of 50 folk tales and true stories for art educators to share aloud with their students. Many of the stories shared on this podcast can be found in the book, along with recommended resources and lesson plans. If you love this podcast and want to see it continue, support us by going to my website, www.azirfineart.com to make a donation on the podcast page. Thanks, everyone. May these stories about art and the creative process inspire you. May you find your voice. You have been listening to the Alchemy of Art podcast. To find out more about Addie Hirshton and her work, go to azirfineart.com. That's A-Z-H-I-R-F-I-N-E-A-R-T dot com.